Hello, and welcome back to And Then We Fought a Dragon. And Then We Fought a Dragon. Um, I'm Des. And I'm Becky. I almost said I'm Becky, but that's nice. fine. Um, welcome back. I'm excited to jump into this episode. Yeah. Because last week, I was holding my breath <laughs> on the edge of my seat. And um, yeah. Excited. So I'm yeah. going to go over what happened last week briefly. Sure. Then Becky will give us the lowdown and then we'll yeah. discuss. <laughs> um, I feel like a jazz pianist. Nice. Cool. Anyways, here we go. So last week on, um, you guys are in the Feywild. Well, yeah. you're for sure. A hundred percent you are in the Feywild, not just yeah. like, oh, we're in the Feywild. <laughs> Um, you went on a little neighborhood tour, honestly, yeah. <laughs> but we love those. Yeah, it was fun. Um, you went on the SGW. The small giant worm. The small giant worm. <laughs> I genuinely, after the fact, I was like, oh, I forget what that means. I mean, I right? know what it means, but I forget what it means. But yeah. now I remember. Um, you went in did some retail therapy mm-hmm. at the request mm-hmm. of Selwyn. Yeah. Um, and you all got like super cool walkie talkie bracelets. Yeah. So that was fun. I'm excited to see, even if, you know, what happened in this last session mm-hmm. doesn't involve them totally. I'm excited yeah. to see how they come in handy. Totally. And then on the opposite side, you got bad vibe mirrors. Not excited to see yeah. what those involve at all. Yeah, little little creepy. A lot of creepy. I don't know why <laughs> we discussed this last time. Kind of like, why do we feel so yeah. weird about them? But I mean, probably partially because they were all really dark fortunes, which yeah. was based on the role that people did to get them. But mm-hmm. even so, so. <laughs> Anyways, I guess we'll see what happens. So let's let's hear it. All righty. This one, like, it felt like a little bit of a shorter session when I was typing up my notes. So I guess there was just some conversations happening that are a little hard to to take notes on. But mm-hmm. it was still a fun time. So, like you said, we were in, in the uh, Creepy Mirror shop. We were in Maggie's glass shop when we left off last session. And uh, as we started off the session, Maggie was kind of like, hey, did we ever, like, do a round of introductions? Why don't we introduce ourselves mm-hmm. and so like we all know her obviously and then Selwyn and Kirian introduced themselves and Kirian started asking for more information about the games which was one of the suggestions we've been given to get oh, enough yeah. I yeah. did not even take a note about that but yeah. that was a pretty big point there yeah. was these potential games you could get well yeah. those are for sure happening potentially you guys could be involved yeah, because there's like a, a pot to win from and yeah. we need money to get ourselves out of the play well. Mm-hmm. So Kieran wanted a little more information on that. And he was like kind of asking, so is it a fight to the death? Like, what kind of games are these? And she was like, oh, well, sometimes, not so much anymore. Sometimes it's like a, a display of strengths to impress the game masters and showing off different skills that you might have. But like, even if you do die, it's not a permanent death. They have clerics on hand who will revive you. Like, they're not just going to, like, kill, kill you. It's still games. So we're like, oh, phew. Okay, that's good. <laughs> I guess that's better than permanent death, but still yeah. not ideal. 
yeah, no one wants to die, but at least if you're going to die, someone else will raise us. They're not just going to leave us on the field. I'm sure some people do want to die, but whatever. Well, yeah, maybe. <laughs> we won't go there right now, but moving on. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so that made it a little more appealing, knowing that it wasn't like a permanent death kind of intensity level. And someone kind of asked like how we'd go about signing up for it if it was something we were interested in. And Maggie told us there's this Bureau of Entertainment downtown. And usually it's teams of six. We're a party of five. They might let us do it as a five. Or they might just, like, ask us if we wanted a random player assigned to our group or something like that. And the winnings for first place are, like, pretty significant money. Like, good stuff, usually. And then the other places, you can get, like, some magic items and cool things. So, like, even if you don't win, we might get things, like that we could sell for money if we Help. go into other places. Helpful items, nonetheless. Yeah, yeah, or the, the items themselves might just be useful enough to want to keep kind mm-hmm. of thing. And um, as we're kind of having this conversation with Maggie, Ava uses the charm bracelet to uh, remind us that like maybe it's not a good idea to give personal information to Faye, just like maybe don't give our names away. And so the rest of us did not introduce ourselves. Selwyn and Kirian were like, well, mostly Selwyn. I don't know if Kieran cares. Selwyn <laughs> was like, oh, shoot, rats. <laughs> Oops. Kieran's like, maybe I should be regretting this, but for some reason I don't <laughs> <all>. Probably. <laughs> so after that, we kind of like closed up the conversation and left the shop. And as we left, Selwyn decided to try and message her mom using the charm bracelet just to kind of like maybe see what's happening over there in like the material plane and how much we need to like get back immediately. So she checked in with her mom and got no reply. Hmm. So we were wondering like, maybe does it not transfer across planes? Do you have to be on the same plane? But Ava said, no, she'd message Dave, one of the boys in Korea earlier. Dave, yeah, Dave. She'd messaged him earlier to like, suggest that maybe he try and get in touch with some of the higher-ups at Corintha and suggest they send some people to El Alinor, because, like, El Alinor is presumably under attack in the 13-word limitation of these charm bracelets, of course. And he had replied to her. So it doesn't seem to be a plain issue. There's some other reason, we know not what, why someone's mom has not replied. So that's a little concerning because obviously there's potential for for bad reasons that that would be happening but we we had to move on with our plan for how to get out of the fate wild and i had mentioned at the last episode and the last session that i i might have an idea for getting us out Mm -hmm. so i i presented this to the party as an option if we didn't want to do the games but like the games sounded kind of fun honestly so maybe we do want to do the games it's kind of feeling like the games i think we touched on the games felt like um hunger games but now Mm -hmm. i'm getting the sense of like harry potter yes i think that's more appropriate or even like harry potter blended with the olympics seeing as it's teams i don't know but yeah Yeah. goblet of fire lines up a little bit more than hunger games thankfully because hunger games are scary (laughs) yeah i like like the problem solving elements not that you've even touched on what they this is all in my mind i'm taking (laughs) over everything's in my head now okay moving forward so 
your idea. Yes. So I have, we each started our, our game with a magic item. And my magic item is a robe of useful items. And on my robe of useful items, there are, are patches that I can pull off and they become the thing that is on the patch. One of the things I have several patches for is gemstones that are worth potentially, based on a die roll, up to 100 gold. And so if I pulled enough of those off, and they were worth enough, we might be able to get the money to buy a plane shift or a teleport spell to get ourselves back to the material plane. Hmm. So that was an option that, that I presented, but again, like the games kind of sound fun, so we could do the games if we wanted to. Yeah. And um, unexpected, no, not unexpectedly, completely expectedly, Kirian was really gung-ho about wanting to try the games. He, he really wanted to stick around and give it a go. Yeah. And Selwyn and Quinn were like pretty into the idea too. They were like, that sounds pretty fun. Quinn is literally a fighter. And with some of her backstory, she's participated in some like fighting rings, basically. So like competitive fighting, essentially. Mm-hmm. That's her vibe. So she's pretty into this idea as well. Um, Ava wants to get back to the material plane ASAP. She's yeah. not super into the idea of hanging around and playing some games. I feel like Ava has a secret. I mean, she has a reason to really hate the Feywild because it stole her hair and her eye, but yeah, I don't know if there's more to it than that. I'm really concocting a whole nother level (laughs) of intrigue with every single character. I'm like, there's there's potential for everyone to be bad and mysterious. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so Ava didn't really want to stick around. And I suggested like, Maybe we could try the games. If we don't win, my gems could be a backup plan. Yeah. And then, like, at least we have a slightly more guaranteed way of getting money. But if we win the games and get the money or whatever, then we still have these in our back pocket if we need them at another time. And certain spells and stuff even use gems. So gems themselves can be quite useful. Mm-hmm. And pretty much everyone was on board with this. Uh, again, Ava's still not super gung-ho about it, but she's willing to consider things. Mm-hmm. And then we had to contemplate, like, whether or not we want that sixth player. And do we want one randomly assigned? Do we want to go try and convince someone to be our friend and sign up for the games with us tonight? Because the mm-hmm. games are tomorrow. Yeah. Or do we want to just try doing it as a team of five? And we're, we're considering that, but we wanted a little more information about the games themselves. We still don't really know a whole lot about them. <laughs> So we considered splitting the party for those who play D&T. Always a bad idea, but we considered splitting the party and having half of the people go to the Bureau of Entertainment to get more information about the games and signing up and stuff. And then half of us go like try and find a spellcaster, figure out like how much an actual cost for a teleport spell would be, how easy it is to arrange. Mm-hmm. And uh, at, at that time, Ava also suggested like, I do have this gemstone in my eye that maybe I could sell as well. And we're all like, I don't know if we want you to have to sell your eye. Because, <laughs> like, obviously there's some trauma associated to that situation. We don't want to have to go there. Yeah, well, I mean, it's good for everyone to uh, have to make a sacrifice. But she's literally already sacrificed something. Yeah, so she's already lost ass. her eye. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and but then we were kind of concerned about, again, the time thing in the Feywild. Do we have time to stay for the games? Yeah. And the games only take place over a single day. But even that could, with Feywild time changes, 
go super wonky. Like we, we, we never know how long you've been away. It could be hours, it could have been weeks, etc. according to the rumors, at least we don't actually know that. So Quinn was like, hey, what if I message Braley and ask when we last saw her? And then we can see like how long we've been away for from our experience of time and from the material plane experience of time. Great idea. We love it. Refresher on who's Braley. Braley is our little innkeeper friend in Corintha. Right. One who brews crazy drinks. Yes. Okay. So in our mind, we last saw her just before we left for Ferris and then teleported to Eleanor. Yeah. And in our mind, we've been away for three days. We did Corintha to Ferris, Ferris to Eleanor in one day. We spent one day in El Alinor. Then the second day in El Alinor, we got sent to the Feywild. So we're currently in day three for our lived experiences. So we messaged Braley, or Quinn messaged Braley, rather, and was like, hey, we're stuck in the Feywild. When did we see you last? And reminded to tell her 13 words. Like, there's a limit on how many words you can have in your reply. Or we might not actually get the point of the reply. And <laughs> well, actually. Exactly. And then the last thing. No clue. Filler, filler, filler. <laughs> yeah. But she told us we had been gone for four days. So there's currently been an additional day between the material plane and the Feywild. Which, like, a little bit concerning, but not, like, super concerning. One day isn't necessarily a huge deal. Does that mean the ball is in three days i mean possibly also i suspect our dm might just move the time frame of the ball so we can have it okay (laughs) but i don't know (laughs) i haven't really been keeping track for how long away it was supposed to be i'm not sure if it was one week or two weeks but it's definitely getting closer okay don't want to miss it (laughs) yeah i'm I'm very distracted by you getting to the ball but yeah we need a party But there's a lot going on presently, so. Yeah. Okay. So one day didn't seem too bad. Ava was getting a little more on board with the idea of the games and spending another day here if it just went a little wibbly-wobbly. And someone popped back in the shop to talk to Maggie and just be like, "Uh, where did you get that plane ship teleport spell that you got when you went to the material plane last time? And Maggie said, you can just get them at the travel center. They just... They have people there. They will do it. They will teleport you wherever for a certain cost. And we might even get a group discount. So yay for group discounts. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> and so that took care of the where to get a teleport spell. We no longer really needed to split the party on that one. And so at this point, Ava's like, okay, I think I'm on board with the games. We, mm-hmm. we have an idea for where to go to get a teleport spell. Games aren't going to take that long. Let's give it a go. We can leave tomorrow night if need be. So we went to the entertainment bureau and took the subway again, the SGW. (laughs) (laughs) The SGW. And as we got out, it's kind of a shorter building across the street with like posters of athletes doing feats outside. And there's like these illusionary ads that are kind of like videos of athletes doing cool things, hiding and shooting and running and whatnot. So that was pretty nifty. Mm-hmm. And we headed into the lobby, and as we walked in, there's like a Feywild Starbucks, essentially, to the side. Was, we, we decided to name it Celestial Silver, both with S's, so it's like a little, little SS logo. It was real cheesy. <laughs> nice. it, was, it was rough, but 
someone was like, yo, guys, I need crazy Feywild coffee. So you go over and get in line. There's a desk with lines over there. She sends us to get in line. She's going to go get coffee for everybody. <laughs> and uh, yeah, she, she came back with coffee and some cookies. So it was an amusing experience that I don't know in character with the Starbucks employee in the Feywild. <laughs> and as we got up to the front of the information desk, there, there was a elven lady who greeted us and we just asked for more information about signing up for the games. And she gave us a brochure. And the brochure told us in big letters that the prize this year for first place is 500 gold, which is well enough, hopefully, to cover a teleport spell for us. Yeah. So that was good news. And second prize is the team members' choice of magical items from kind of a set armory. And third is a deck of many things, which out of character is a very dangerous item. It it has, I don't know how many cards in it, but cards that complete magical things and can potentially end the world or like can grant you wishes. So it's very, very polar opposite for whether it's good or bad. And as soon as you draw it, it happens. So it's just a, a risk. You have Absolutely. no idea what's going to happen. Absolutely not. Yeah. So out of character, I'm not a big fan of decks of anything. In character, I don't know if I know what they are. So we'll find out if we get one. Oh my gosh. That's a big gamble. I like know. if you're playing, yeah. You definitely don't want to get well, I mean, somebody might, but yeah. personally, I would not want to get third. I'd rather just get nothing. Yeah, I think there's prizes for like first to fifth place. Okay. But third place scares me. So don't want third place, but that's cool. Whatever. I mean, maybe that's a good incentive, right? To just be like work hard. Yeah. Gotta win. No options. But it's not even necessarily gotta win. Gotta not get third. Yeah. True. Which is essentially fine. (laughs) Is the same thing. (laughs) Different perspectives. But just don't get third. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, but there was also no entry fee, conveniently, because that was another thing we were worried about. If yeah. there was an entry fee, it's not worth entering, because we're short on money. That's the whole point of the shebang. Yeah. So we asked about, like, can we sign up tomorrow and try to find a sixth person to join us before then? And she's like, well, you can, but you have to sign up by tonight at eight if you want team jerseys made. And we're like, heck yes, we want team jerseys obviously yeah so uh she gave us some contracts to read over and sign and we decided not we don't want a sixth player we're gonna just be the five of us we don't want to risk having to split winnings we don't want to have to rely on a random person we're just gonna do it as five so we five checked all our contracts because again fey contracts can also be kind of sketchy so we read the contract very carefully this was a large portion of session making sure that the contracts were... I was literally going, I was, before you even said it, I was like, did anyone actually read it? I really hope, I hope it was thoroughly read. What if, like, you yeah. sign it and you find out that if you, like, lose or get a specific position, you're, like, stuck there forever? Yeah, you're <laughs> slaves to the crown or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so we vibe-checked the contract. We read the contract as carefully as we could. It was written in Sylvan, which, again, only Selwyn and Ava can read. Yeah. So they- they read it out for the rest of us and it it did seem okay it confirmed that you know they will revive people who go unconscious they're not just gonna leave you for dead and whatnot and so we we felt comfortable signing it we all signed the contract and as we handed them in 
um, a guy came to ask us about jerseys and what team name we wanted under. So obviously we went with the team name Bones Boys because mm -hmm. that's our group name. And then we were like, can we choose the colors for our jerseys? And he was like, kind of rolling his eyes a little bit because we were really enthusiastic about this and literally like handed us a paper of a coloring page of a jersey and was like, there's some ink over there. You can do the designs that you want. <laughs> like, yes. That's hilarious. So we, we were like, well, what colors did Bones wear? Bones wore a lot of beige and a red bow tie. So we went with beige jerseys with like baseball tee style, like the, the cut off sleeves with red sleeves and a red collar. And then on, on the shirt, it has Bones Boys written in like really fancy cursive writing, framed by glitter. It's beautiful and sparkly. And then we had to design a team logo, obviously. And when we, we fought a battle with Bones, it was against the two young green dragons. So we were like, well, Bones, dragons, dragon skull, obviously with with crossbones behind it so we have a pretty pretty epic team logo that we does say so ourselves <laughs> that's i like the, the like those aspects of like yeah. creating your experience <laughs> i desperately want this shirt in real life now i know it's probably a pretty unattractive shirt but i really want it yeah it sounds cool yep we were pretty bummed so we handed that in and the guy was kind of like, oh boy, we'll do our best, okay. And told us that warm up is at seven in the morning and game start at eight. So we need to, to be on time. And then we had to figure out like what we were doing overnight. Cause again, we're short on money and hotels and inns and things probably cost some money. And Kieran was like, hey, I have this thing that can give us shelter for a long rest. And he has this magical item that like popped up a tiny little, not exactly a house. It was like a dome thing that we could all hide in and it like protects you from the elements and stuff. Like little yurt? Kind of. Yeah. It was, it was like a color. It wasn't an actual building, but it was enough that we could get in there and have a long rest. So thank you, Kirian. That was, that was pretty cool. Pretty useful. And we, we kind of did a little bit of planning. We were mostly Kalem was curious as as people were prepping spells for the next day, I was like, hey, Selwyn, I know you're a pacifist and all, and this definitely isn't, like, pressure either way, but does the pacifism still count in, like, casting damage spells when it's games? Or is it just, like, when it's a real fight, like, when we're actually trying to do damage? And she, was, she wasn't sure. She was kind of, I think, mulling that over herself. So let me reflect. Yeah, I think it's something we'll discover in the moment as she like feels the, the permission essentially yeah. to maybe oh, do like something. That. Yeah, so that could be exciting potentially. And uh, then it was it was early morning next day. We had to get off to the games, and we'd been told that they would be taking place in the park where we initially arrived, where we had the neighborhood tour. So we head over to the park. Good thing you have that neighborhood tour. Good thing we know our way around now. Except that we don't, because a massive stadium now takes up the entire park. I mean, maybe and... subconsciously it's yeah. deep in there. Yeah. <laughs> Overnight, this has been presumably magically erected, and people are streaming in to, to watch as the spectators. So we head inside, get our jerseys, and we're given like a, 
a team warm-up room kind of thing to wait in. And there's this sort of mini fridge thing in it. It has potions, which are free for us to, to take and use, which is handy. There was five regular healing potions and two minor restoration potions, all of which would be very useful. So we took them all because <laughs> heck yeah. So we each have a minor healing and Selwyn and Ava each have the minor restoration because they're typically our healers. So mm-hmm. they can double it out. And as we were also kind of getting settled in that room, they told us that no armor is allowed. We couldn't bring our own armor. We had to leave it in the warm-up room, kind of like to even the playing field. Basically. How rude. But that we'd be being provided with like generic leather armor. Oh, so not awesome, epic dino- di- dinosaur legend. Wrong campaign. In my other campaign, Oops. I'm going to get some dinosaur armor. Yeah, let's just a little hint. If you want to live with yeah. the campaign. Dinosaurs. <laughs> um, okay, so you can't use your cool. Yeah. But this is like the first opportunity of you potentially, you know, knowing that you could be using it. I know. How disappointing. But also some of our party members literally don't have their own armor. So being provided with the generic armor is good for those people. Because at least they have some armor. I guess you win some, you lose some. Yeah. Even playing field makes sense. Like then at least somebody doesn't have crazy buff armor and will never be able to hit them kind of thing. So we were okay with that. We put our own armors aside and got on the generic stuff. And when we had signed the contracts... You could either choose to use your own weapons that they would look over and approve, or you could ask them to provide you with weapons. And so a few people had asked to be provided with weapons or shields or something and were given those and the rest of us had our weapons checked over to make sure there was nothing weird about them, I guess. Certain magic abilities they seemed fine with, but I guess some stuff is taking too far. But we were okay, so that's good. And uh, then Selwyn did, did a quick prayer as our cleric, just to kind of ask her homie, as she refers to Eldath, to look out for us. I don't think she's ever referred to Eldath by her name. She's always just like, hey, homie, and just does her little prayer, which is great. It's super chill. (laughs) And uh, then she cast motivational speech over us, which gave us advantage on a few things that we might interact with in the fight and some temporary hit points and health that should be useful so that was nice at least we got a little bit of buff there and then we headed out onto the field for the opening ceremonies which was very exciting they were announcing the teams as we left we didn't get much of a cheer which like people don't know who we are yet apparently hopefully we'll get a better cheer when we win yeah we headed out all the other teams joined out as well and there was a bit of a welcome and whatnot and then they kicked everything off and there's confetti and a big cup rose from the center of the field and they're like okay we're gonna draw to see what the first event is and they asked for team captains to come forward so we nominated Selwyn because she's she's kind of our team captain really our party captain at this point mm-hmm. and Kyrian tried to nominate himself as team captain but Selwyn noticed and you're just like no <laughs> and the rest of us were like yeah you, I'm sorry you don't speak for us at this point Kyrian <laughs> but Selwyn can speak for us I like I mean we cannot get into this but this <laughs> that instance is pretty reminiscent to a personal experience Rebecca <laughs> and I have had and it's just making me chuckle 
So Salwood went forward as our team captain. And uh, I guess they had the team captains each like draw from the cup to kind of choose their event. And then we, we finished there for the night because we want to jump right into having enough time to complete the event next session. So we will jump right into the thick of things next session, which will be very exciting. Yeah, I literally hate, I hate these cliffhangers. <laughs> we didn't have time to get into it. I was watching the clock and I was like, are we going to be able to? Are we not? Are we going to be able And yeah, we didn't have time to, which was sad. But... I mean, it's understandable, but it's really just, I feel. And it's even a little bit harder because I'm an hour earlier than everyone else in, in my group. And so for me, it's not that late at night. And I'm like, no, we can still go. We can still go. But for them, it's pretty late actually so and then also considering that you are a night owl too you're like that hey guys i'm good to go 3 a.m no biggie that's funny but also a little disappointing for me (laughs) um once again we get to the end and just no notes but yeah um wow well that was good that was (laughs) i feel like you covered ground though like you Mm -hmm. really got a lot of stuff out of the way not that that hadn't been the case but like we're actually doing something yeah, now, we're not trying to that. figure out what we're doing. Yeah. yeah. We. I've fully inserted <laughs> myself. I am Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> You're our little shadow person who yeah. follows the party. I feel like not that there is any actual influence on it, but I'm yeah. like, I don't want to say anything wrong because I might mess <laughs> everything up. <laughs> which isn't true at all. Uh, I wish I could have convinced you to like join just for like a one-off thing because then you could have been our random six party member who just got thrown in and it would have been real fun but (laughs) that would be that would have been really fun but genuinely (laughs) genuinely it would have been an actual disaster (laughs) one day I couldn't even yeah maybe this is your trial run for like oh no well not that I hope it doesn't work out but like Remember last time when we really could have used that extra person? Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe the pressure will be on later yeah. on the road, but <laughs> I don't know. I cannot imagine it going well with me present. Anyways, I, I take it as a compliment that you would invite me, but it's still, it's, it's funny. But yeah, wow. So the games. Yeah. I'm excited for them. Me too. I feel like this, throughout the campaign I never am that curious about other people mm-hmm. like the other people you encounter the characters yeah. their plot lines whatsoever because it's not that relevant but <laughs> with this I want to know like what the other parties mm-hmm. you know what their backstory is and everything because yeah. I want to be like I want to I want to be in on the secrets that people are keeping and the yeah. motivations behind mm-hmm. why right yeah, Quinn had kind of been, like, scouting out, I mean, I don't know this in character, but Quinn had been scouting out what other potential players we saw while at the Bureau of Entertainment. Yeah. And I think she'd seen a, a tabaxi, who, like, the cat people. Yeah. And a triton, fish people. And some various, other, there was a few, like, I think there was one group that seemed to be three younger fey guys and three human guys. So we were like, oh, it's the fey wild bullies. It's yeah. the equivalent of our friends. So they should be kind of fun. And then in the arena, I think we saw, like, a team of almost, like, rock-type people. Like, the, I don't know if they're elementals or, like, what they are kind of thing. But that could be interesting. I'm sure they've got pretty good strength. Yeah. they made of rocks. So it should be kind of fun to discover what we're up against. For sure. Yeah. I'm interested. Yeah. 
but you most like not that like you can predict for sure but most likely mm-hmm. the next session will be the com- entirety of the game i so. would imagine so yeah i expect we'll, we'll try to get it all in one that would be helpful for me personally on a very <laughs> take an intermission maybe <laughs> yeah just keep going it's like five o'clock in the morning we yeah. gotta finish Do it for toes. <laughs> but i mean then i would feel really bad not that that's <laughs> anyways moving on we would 100 percent blame you if we had to stay <laughs> please don't i am too delicate for that um wow i liked it yeah that was a good one mm-hmm. interesting very interesting mm-hmm. and it was it was nice to kind of actually make some plans like you said and actually kind of make some ground rather than making plans and changing our mind and doing something else or our mind being changed for us yeah or being like well we have to get information on this to get information on this to get information yeah. on this. you you did all, you did it you mm-hmm. you got the info and at least this way we can like have a little bit of fun before we get back to the craziness that is whatever is going on back on the material plane yeah exactly well i mean that kind of jumps into like the notes because you got like info Mm-hmm. My notes are, you got game info. Well, you had a little, like, info session at the very beginning. Not quite yeah. enough. You had more later on. But then having Selwyn's mom not reply. Like, my go-to yeah. thought was pretty much, like, she's being held captive by the pink-haired man in, like, a magical, yeah. like, dome of no well, contact. we know that the prison blocks contact, right? Like, the, the, the prison bars obviously prevented magic. We suspect when he was taken down the elevator shaft when someone had been tracking him that either he entered somewhere that was blocking magic or was out of range kind of thing. But these little charm bracelets we have, like, they're useful, but they're also pretty cheap trinkets. Like, they're not hardcore spells. Yeah. They're they're pretty light, so mm-hmm. they, they can't get through a whole lot. So, yeah. yeah. So that makes sense that potentially mm-hmm. why you're not hearing from her. I mean, I still like the theory that she's, that true she's truly the bad guy she's like biding her time she's not getting back to you because she's just waiting for you to appear and catch you off guard but personally yeah that might not be true i just (laughs) i just wish it was um you presented your potential escape route of the gems i think honestly i didn't want them to choose it at this point the game sounded kind of fun (laughs) i like i like the idea of it but also to if you had to use up all your gems and everything like that's a big gamble for yeah. late i think like not off topic but diversion if i were to play i'd be such a hoarder i would <laughs> never use any i'd be like oh you died but somebody more important than you could have b- might be more important later I on so like, it gives you lots of room for character growth though Eventually, your character is just, like, freely giving away their magical items and spell slots. <laughs> I literally, and back on the topic of me not being able to differentiate from a character and my personal self. I, I'm sorry. I just couldn't. And just, I would let everyone die, suffer, be like, I, yeah. you never know what will happen later. It's, I'm fully anxiety motivated at all times. Yeah. It but is, not, it is a struggle. Yeah. Yeah. I think not in a good way, though. Some people who are anxiety motivated use their resources, right? What? They're so free with them because it causes so much anxiety. I'm like, no, not important enough. <laughs> Might need it. Anyways, so I but like... I will, I will say, 
I thought that I misunderstood a part of the robe and a part of the gemstones. I had understood that each one of them was set worth a hundred gold. I didn't realize it was up to a hundred gold. So it would have been a better plan if they were each worth a hundred because it would take fewer of them, obviously. Yeah. But uh, it still, it still could work, but it could potentially, yeah, like take literally all of them rather than just four of them or whatever. It's definitely a good backup plan, but hopefully yeah. not the one that you need to use. Yes, yeah, exactly. It's nice to, I mean, it's nice to have a backup plan. Yeah. Right? Totally. So that's good. We're getting better at the plans thing. Not only do we have a plan, but we have a backup plan. Yeah. It's going great. And on that point, you also investigated the teleport spell mm-hmm. and all that that would entail. Yeah. And you found it's pretty accessible, so that's good. Yeah. Um, little, I made a note of the Starbucks thing. <laughs> Even though we don't know, like, in character, you don't know much that happened. It just reminded me, like, at Disney, all the Starbucks, not all of them, but most of them have, like, different names, right? They're yeah. Starbucks, but they have different names. So it just reminded yeah. me of that. I thought it was kind of <laughs> cool. Um, and then you had contract time, really mm-hmm. dove into that, which I'm, yeah. I was grateful for because my assumption at first was that this was going to be kind of blasé. Yeah. Like, well, it's fine. So I think Kyrian signed his before even like picking it up from the desk, like when she gave it to us, but the rest of us read ours very carefully. Hopefully his didn't have uh, any alternatives, yeah. but yeah, I guess you'll find out. <laughs> um, the jerseys. I really like mm-hmm. that. Those sound cool. It'd be nice <laughs> to uh, get it in real life, but right. Still. Okay. Just thinking cool. it's really cool. That's like, I remember, you know, when we were younger, like those dress up games and all that stuff and like designing all your like yeah. character specifics, specifications. Yeah. That was like the best part. I never like yeah. even, I was not the child who like played like right. voices or, which is why I think D&D would be so hard for me. Mm-hmm. But if you want me to like think up of how people will dress <laughs> and what they're, you know, yeah this and that will be I'm down for it so I really like the jersey part um and then oh I wrote down what are the games but I think that was because I thought you were getting into what they were going to be we didn't really talk about what they're going to be do you know not necessarily it seems like yeah, no, I don't really have speculation. There's certain ones they said, like, some events will t- need use of a certain weapon and some will need use of other weapons kind of thing. So, obviously, there's going to be, like, some that are more sword-based, I guess, or more bow-based. Maybe some that are, like, no weapons, just hand-to-hand or something. But, yeah, not really sure. Some of the posters on the outside of the building that were moving like they had someone like hiding and running and stuff so I don't know if there's like some sneaky stealth stuff happening but yeah we'll see we'll see there's a lot of options right yeah like relay type it can Mm -hmm. be like a giant like when you play paintball right yeah there's like kind of like obstacle course like you kind of move Mm -hmm. around as a group but you're also against each other it could be like very specific um um, what is it? Events at yeah. specific times, one after the other. There's a lot of options here. Yeah. And it sounds like the arena itself can like change to accommodate certain events. Mm. So even the fact that it's 
currently a big grassy field could change to be something else we'll see um I'm excited to find out because I have all these ideas I think (laughs) that's one part I really like about being completely on the outside I really do have so many different ideas and then when they are executed in a different like I'm never disappointed or anything (laughs) because my expectation is obviously to I know that I'm not have any control but I really like the time period between when I get to think like oh I wonder what it's gonna be and then Mm -hmm. finding out it's like it's like a little surprises because then there's moments of stuff where I obviously never even considered (laughs) which is most of the time and I'm like oh how exciting so I like that so I guess we'll find out what the games are as they're happening I'm super curious yeah and then you had a little magical yurt sleepover yeah um and then some game prep mm-hmm. and you're about to jump into it yeah suspenseful yeah. yeah i mean there was also some communication with outsiders yeah. you found out some info all that but whatever <laughs> blase it's, it's not that significant in the moment anymore well i guess yeah it was significant in that moment it's no longer significant yeah. in this moment and we but. had no creepy futures predicted because yeah. we were in the same day. Although it just occurred to me that they used the sample one that day. So they could have technically used it, the ones that they bought that day. Hmm. But they didn't. You can only Good. Use it day. Good. I'm glad they did it because they scared me. Maggie tried to like, not necessarily convince me, but like, are you sure you don't want to look like maybe you'll get a better future? And I was like, no. <laughs> no thanks I'm good even if it is a good future if it's just like random predictions of potential futures it's just as likely to happen being good as it is likely to happen being bad it's still like completely random essentially I wonder if that's like a personality thing because like in real life I wouldn't even I would want to know if things are good yeah like I don't know. Also, you can't blame stuff on things when exactly when you know. <laughs> I think I am a really messed up person. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I take no accountability for my life whatsoever. <laughs> well, if you have the fortune telling, then you can blame it on the fortune and not being able to avoid it. Yeah. It was predicted, so I yeah. I guess so. But <laughs> that seems like more work. Like, yeah, life is already so hard. <laughs> I don't need more work, but I do understand that perspective, and I I think it, I could easily end up agreeing with that one as well. <laughs> so. I'm curious to see if we get any good futures out of the ones that they bought. I'm not that curious, but <laughs> I don't think we've actually like shared them with the group amongst the people who actually saw. So. We should ask what people saw. So we can all be scared together. We can all fear all the futures that everyone saw. Well, maybe that's... Did Ava see something? Maybe that's why she's being so scared. Yeah, no, I I think everybody except me looked, if I remember correctly, from the week prior. Mm-hmm. They all saw sketchy things. Yeah, well, <laughs> let them sit in that themselves. Yeah. yeah interesting I'm I like it I'm I mean there's never a time where I haven't been excited for the next session but I'm very interested to see how this goes because it really like 
There's nothing saying that you guys are going to do well. But there's also <laughs> absolutely nothing saying that it's going to go poorly. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Like, you're not and currently it's at... different from, like, a real fight because there's no, like... There's not really anger or danger behind it, really, because it is... I mean, there's still danger, but it's a game situation, so yeah. it's kind of fun. <laughs> there's no, like, consequences that are irreversible. Yeah. Yes. Hmm. That's good. It'll be good to work together without having the stress of yeah. like somebody might die. Yep. Get I mean, somebody still might die, <laughs> but they they get to go back. We've got some healing potions now, so yeah. hopefully, hopefully that'll be good. Mm-hmm. I like it a lot. It's very interesting. Yep. We shall uncover it next week. I expect that will be the whole of what session is, really. Just <laughs> gamesing. It's kind of good, though, that you have so much going on and so much that you have to get to in time because it's not like once this ends, you're going to be like, oh, what do we do next? Yeah. You're like, okay, this is over. We got to gotta deal with the real world stuff now. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, and, and we'll find out if our delay actually did cause the end of the world. Yeah, I I am confused about the time. Like the f- yeah. not that I expected it to be more than four days, but I or three days, I guess. But four, three, but four, three <laughs> slash four. Yeah. Um, but it just feels like how could you possibly have fit everything you did in that amount of time? Right. It does feel like I'm very like it's been whiplash last three days of a lot going on. Like. Is that good for your body? <laughs> <laughs> what if you guys all just like drop from exhaustion suddenly without We're still any getting our long rests? We're getting our rests in. <laughs> but are you? Like how? Yeah. We have to. Our overnights. If we don't get long rests, we don't get spell slots and things back. Okay. So we have to choose. I think it's like six to eight hours, something like that. You have to have a set amount of rest time allotted or you don't get to recover certain features. That's literally why my life's falling apart. <laughs> Somebody. Those long rests in. It's a lot easier said than done. <laughs> for sure. For sure. <laughs> um, no. Well, that's good. I'm glad yeah. that is a, a... What is it? Like, non-negotiable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, you have to do it. Yeah. Cool. Well, should we roll some dice? Yep. We had some pretty poor dice rolls the past two times we did we did so we did. it was convenient after rolling uh 20 to just yeah. just everything fall apart yeah you kind of took it to fall apart before the 20 and the 20 was like <laughs> redemption but really not no where it was like oh this is good this is good this is good this is great this is all so bad <laughs> anyways um how did i don't even remember what one me neither. Let's go for green. Green. And we can bring things back. Come on, green. Do it. 13. Thir- okay, we're lucky number 13. We're in the double digits again, at least. <laughs> Is 13 a lucky number? I mean, it's debated to be lucky or unlucky. Yeah. Depends I was- on what culture you're, you're talking to. 
I think it's more unlucky than it is lucky. I think, yeah, I think more cultures consider it unlucky. We're going to call it lucky. Yeah, let's go with that. Okay. <laughs> Woo! Lucky number 13! Yay! <laughs> well, thank you for listening. Yes. It was um, a good time. We'll be back next week. Yeah, we'll be back on Saturday, actually. Oh, yes. A campaign two episodes. Which join us for dinosaurs. Spoilers. Hinted that it is a doozy. Yeah. So exciting, exciting. We will be back soon. Yay. Thank you. Bye. Bye.